Welcome back, folks. This is the Wesson Walker Show Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. It is Wednesday, a war cry Wednesday, so you already know. Uh, can they do belated war cries? Maybe like if they miss it and they need yes. to get one in. Yep. Like we will accept belated war cries. You can either record a video of you doing it in your car at your job. You can also just text us and let us know that you did it. If you did not want to record that video, absolutely, there is no deadline on war cries. Yeah, so I think you can do them uh, whenever you want. But keep those texts coming seven zero four five seven zero ninety six ten. And now it is time to go to the campus corner. All right, Walker, you guys got another shot at a team this week (laughs) that you should be able to beat or at least have a great chance. I mean, we're talking about two teams with one win apiece, Charlotte 49ers, East Carolina Pirates. Charlotte 49ers, man, that offense, 15.3 points per game, man. That's just not going to cut it. They got to find some offense somewhere, and the defense is – 70th and the nation giving up 25 points per game. Got an East Carolina team coming in that is almost as anemic on offense as they are. 19 points a game, 121st in Division One and 75th in defense, scoring defense that is. 26.5 points per game the Pirates are giving up. A win would do more for which program? I think Charlotte, especially with Biff Pogey talking all that cash that cash money bleep <laughs> in the offseason. Because now, Biff Pogey seemed awful dejected in that post-game press conference. And I've mentioned this point many times. This was the game where you had to compete. And I guess they, quote-unquote, only lost by 14 because the defense only gave up 14. <laughs> didn't score a point. Yeah. Wes, they didn't score a point. <laughs> I had to watch the first half of putt after putt after putt. Honestly, maybe you even throw an interception and then create a fumble on the interception return just to give me a little excitement in my life. Right. But that was as boring a first half script as you could (laughs) possibly imagine. And then in the second half, the only excitement we got was on the other side. It was Navy scoring a couple of big play touchdowns, one through the air, one on the ground with their fullback, by the way. With their fullback. It's not good, Wes. I think it would do a lot more for Charlotte to win this game because at least Mike Houston has something to go off of right now. We have evidence of him having been a good head coach, even if it was with a different set of players that he isn't directly responsible for recruiting. You do have some good record there at ECU. You did actually build some. You were able to build into a winning record after a couple years, right? Charlotte, man, we're hitting the ground with a good defense, but the offense is so bad. And now he's saying, Biff Pogey said after the game, quote, it just feels like we got to go for it every fourth down. Every single possession, we have that option because we were thir- we were three for 13 on third down conversion attempts against Navy. I think it would do more for Charlotte. Yeah, I agree with you as well, especially for perception. East Carolina, too, having a very, very disappointing season. And this is a team that can't stay out of their own way. So that could be a way for you guys, too, Walker. They may just gift you a win because they, are, they have 52 penalties, 12th in the country in terms of penalties uh, that they've gotten, man. So this is a team that cannot stay out of their own way. Uh, I think Charlotte's defense is a lot of a byproduct of an offense that just can't score. I mean, after a while, how many times do you want them to get out there on the field and ask them to get a stop? Charlotte has gotten four touchdowns passing this season and six rushing touchdowns. 
Well, and the other disappointing thing about this is that they picked a quarterback. Jalen Jones was warming up with the wide receivers in the pregame, and we all started looking around like, all right, it's Trexler Ivy time. We're about to air this thing out. And what did he do? He turned the ball over three times to two interceptions and one fumble, completing just 40% of his passes for 142 yards against Navy. And this was after Ivy having been graded the highest offensive player on Charlotte's team on the offensive side of the ball. And then when you start to try to unleash him, you're running it a lot. And then when you do throw it, he turns it over three times. And we heard Biff Pogey in that soundbite that we did not like going into the locker room after the first half. Did not like his quarterback's performance, safe to say. So hopefully Charlotte can get things figured out a little bit. Can it be a get-right game? ECU is thinking about that on the other side as well. But hopefully this offense can put a couple points on the board. And so quickly if charlotte does lose this game is the heat officially on like the famous 80 song on biff Pogey? you mean in as far as losing his job just you know yeah it, the, i think the, it's the, on the, now the clock. i guess okay. that's my point i think it's on now so yeah we're waiting to put the food in the oven has been turned on you go sit back on the couch you can and wait for the it. oven to get hot do you think he gets fired or you think do you think he quits because he said in the preseason when he was talking that talk <laughs> if we're not good I'll fire myself. So could you see a situation where he realizes, man, I ain't cut out for this? And I, You know what, though? I don't want him to quit. Yeah, I don't want him to do that after one year. You got to give it more but, time than that. But, but pressure means different things. Usually when we do the whole pressure sports radio conversation, it means are we to a point where we might fire that guy right now? Is that how hot it is? And you can have a lot of pressure going into next season because you didn't set out what you wanted to in your first year. But I am not one that wants to become the school that fires the guy after just one year and you just don't have any stability. You have none. Because Biff Pogey, (laughs) very different from Will Healy, who we thought was going to be a good recruiter, never really was. The best recruits that he could bring in, it was Grant DeBose, but that was a lot from James Foster, who ended up not doing anything. And you also have Elijah Spencer, who's now playing with Minnesota. I don't think he's doing much up there either. But those are the guys that weren't either inherited, inherited by Brad Lambert and his recruiting trails, and and not transfer portal. But Biff Pogey out here, he was getting talent. And at least we have a phenomenal turnaround defensively. Like, that doesn't get enough love. They were among the worst in college football. Our offense is just so putrid. I just wonder, maybe you can speak this because you're a Charlotte alum, you were a season ticket holder. Would the fan base be as quote-unquote enraged if you wouldn't have gone our airwaves and said that we're going to be a top 15 defense, we're going to compete to win a conference title, if you wouldn't have stormed off the podium at media day? Like, if none of that happens... How mad are you really that you're, that you're one in five? We're still mad, but that talk doesn't help. <laughs> Watching punt after punt in the first half is going to let make anybody want to scratch their eyeballs out jigsaw saw style. We thought that was just a <laughs> Sunday tradition in the Queen City, not a Saturday and Sunday no, thing. It's up there. You just got to travel north a little bit. It's here. <laughs> we got two traditions going on. All right, so now that we move on to the team up in the mountains, up in Boone, App State, they take on Old Dominion. And App State offensively 22nd best in and FBS as far as total offense and their defense, though, struggling 94th in FBS as far as total yards allowed per game. 
but they're averaging 34.3 points. That's 30th in the FBS, but 99th in total defense. And they will play against an Old Dominion team that is 98th in total offense and 64th in total defense. A win over Old Dominion does what for App State, who's sitting at 3-3 three and three and looking to get on the winning side of things. Delays a legitimate reaction. If you lose to ODU, you're talking about a hot seat. Sean Clark's already flirting with something warm he's sitting on. Sure. But now... If you, if you beat ODU, nobody's going to care. You're supposed to beat ODU. In fact, we went over the schedule, Wes. Old Dominion is the easiest game that you have until you get to the second half of the yeah, season. Southern where you Miss, Marshall, Georgia State, James Madison, Southern Georgia Miss, Southern away. I'm sorry. Southern Miss, Old Dominion you should beat. So the win stabilizes. It's Southern Miss I'm thinking about. That mm-hmm. is the worst because they, they're putrid. So yeah. Old Dominion, that'll stabilize you a little so bit. So you got to grab two wins right here is what you're saying. You have to grab two wins. You have to. Because Old Dominion, while it's not the easiest win, I I was overlooking them a little too much. Old Dominion, they're a decent enough football team. Southern Miss, you have to beat. That would be be a bad upset for them. After that, though, because you need to provide, you need to give yourself a foundation to go into the gauntlet that you're going to go into at the last four games of the season. So beat Old Dominion, respectable win. Beat Southern Miss, you have to. Like, that's just a a business game. We're not going to love you if you win, and we're not going to pat you on the back, but you can't lose or we're going to destroy you. That'll give you a foundation with the last four. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I think that a win for App State definitely helps to to try to solidify some things, bring some goodwill back, get you over 500. But like you said, got to get these next two games. Old Dominion with the way this offense is playing. Joey Aguilar playing really good football for them. But they've got to find a way to be able to get a win right here because you don't want to have that losing record. As I said, Aguilar, 14 touchdown passes. He's tied for number one uh, in the Sun Belt, and he's got 1,530 passing yards in five games. Go ahead. No, you're good. I just, well, I I said, too, timing. We're going to get back on track next segment, and here I am just completely bringing us off the tracks. But I feel like I have a good impromptu question for everyone. Okay. Can we do a roundtable football question for you? All right. Most pressure right now of all of the college football mid-majors, Biff Pogey, Mike Houston, or Sean Clark? Which one would you go with? It's I'd Sean go, Clark. Yeah, I'd go Sean Clark because of the pedigree of App State as much as they've won. This is a fan base that has become accustomed to winning, and, uh, yeah, they're not going to accept anything less than at least having solid eight, nine-win seasons. I would agree with you. All right, what's the gap between Sean Clark and second place, and who is second place in your opinion? Um... Second place, I would have to say East Carolina. That's another program, too, that's had recent success. They've got to be very dismayed with the way the season's been going, so I'll put them number two. Is there a big gap between Houston and Sean Clark? Uh, No, I would not say there's a big gap. What about you, Fitty? Uh, I would say it's sizable just because, I mean, App State's a a, a proud program that's had a lot more success, both at the the FCS and now the FBS level. So I I think... I think there is a little bit because for the people on the mountain, man, that's all they got. I mean, they just they, they, <laughs> that's all they got up there is that football team. I mean, so. it's, what is, is I guess what does ECU have outside I, of? I mean, look, they just go they just go to NC State basketball, which is also mm, here we go. rather disappointing. <laughs> all right, so. that turned into a hate. Yes, I like it definitely pro- did. Oh, I like providing yeah. the hate for ECU and App State. <laughs> there you go, Fitty. Nice job.